Episode fairly chaff free, I think, no? No. No? I thought Have we you already forgotten? We went we talked about beanies on Amazon for twenty minutes of a twenty five minute episode of Batman. <laughs> but in general, I was we kept it going. I don't think there was much Oh, there wasn't much breathing, but there also wasn't much Batman, so no. you know. <laughs> Luckily I've started to ignore all comments on tw- I, I don't even log into the APPC Twitter anymore. Oh. I have the auto feed from um Podbean. Yep. So when it says new episode, guys, that's just a computer doing that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and occasionally you'll notice when I come around to your house, it'll go getting ready to record a new episode because I've forgotten how to take that off. Because oh. Oh. Uh, I set it up with I right. How good did I used to be with computers? Right. That it's set up so when the GPS on my phone registers I'm near your house. Yeah. It sends a tweet to say that I'm about to record a podcast. That's pretty special. No idea how I did it. <laughs> Can't turn it off. No. No. <laughs> I used to be so much better with stuff. <sighs> oh. But hey, guys, we're back. Yay. Uh, with um, Batman Displays His Knowledge. Yes. Um, and uh, the dynamic duo are, you know... Tied inside a giant coffee cup, yes. about to get covered in sulfuric acid. A sentence and coffee. Is it? Yeah, because she, she just adds sulfuric acid to the coffee. I, I don't think the coffee's going to kill him though. It's it's scalding hot. Well, yeah, but so is the sulfuric acid once she adds it in. It makes it doubly hot. Definitely going to kill him. Uh, anyway, yes, we're back. Um, it's that wonderful day where it goes a bit. Everything goes a bit wrong, and I can't quite skip to where I need to skip because the mm. bit disappears. It's the world's best way to keep awake. Crispy's coffee. Uh, yes, I'm guessing Crispy's is not a real company. Of course not. You never know. <laughs> what if there were Krispy Kremes in the '60s in America, Cri- and that is a Crispy <laughs> ripoff? It's brand. Oh. It's a donut, but made out of cress. Could be that cress and peanut butter sandwich. That is the worst idea I've ever Crespies. heard. Mm. Oh, remember when people used to say acid in the 80s or 90s? <laughs> uh, I think I, that was the 80s. Definitely. <laughs> you know, it was before it came. Oh, dance music's a kind of new thing. It Do we before, understand it? Not really. It was before I bothered to think about dancing. Oh. Ted dancing. I remember in the uh, 90s, like, 
you know, I, I moved to Aberdeen in 97. So in 97, 98, go into a club, you know, like an uh, old club and listen, and they'd play like Beastie Boys Sabotage, right? Yeah. And that was like a, a modern classic. And they still play it every time you go to a place like that. Isn't that weird? Oh. <laughs> it's good smells. When I went there, that album had been like two years. <laughs> I must say, uh, good. He really put some effort into that. But it was a good bat through as well. It was very well. But it was almost yeah. like it was almost cut like a kung fu movie. You know, he pulled and then it cut. Yeah. It was like a very good editing, shockingly. Mm. See, considering um, sulfuric acid in that coffee, he does have a couple of spots on his bat suit, so that's definitely eating through and killing him. Yeah. I don't know how we do it, Batman. It's like someone is guiding our destiny. <laughs> it's almost like this is a crappy <laughs> TV it's show. It's almost like it is real. Yeah. Uh, how, what would that be like for an episode where it starts and then you see all the cameras? <laughs> and then and then they're like, what the fuck? And then someone's uh, like, like Hugo Strange is playing mind games with him. <laughs> Making them believe they're actors. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah, we um. There is some kind of racial stereotypes sitting at this table where they're going to do the auction for opals. Um, yeah, it's almost as bad as uh, it's almost as bad as the Batman movie with the guy with the monocle. Yeah, I said. Well, it's not only. I mean, you've got a guy with a turban. You've got um. Definitely someone who's meant to be a, a Chinaman, as they say, um, which is not <laughs> as I, they say. As yeah. they say, it's the sixties, and uh, the man at the end just in full kilt gear, going, yeah. You know when you get the full kilt gear, you yeah. know, like that, like Sean Connery in the Avengers kilt gear. Yeah. Did anyone ever wear stuff like that? <laughs> I mean, must I mean, have sometimes. I've but... only seen it. I've lived in Scotland now. You've done better than me, but I've lived in Scotland now 24 years, right? Yes. Never seen it. (laughs) Not even on like a statue. No. The only person I've seen dressed like that is Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) Pretty much. That is exactly how he is dressed in this. Um, And it's, I'll tell you one thing, right? Mm. Wearing all that stuff. Gold or not, you are not going swimming. <laughs> you would fucking drown in that fucking safe <laughs> deposit box. Um, so yeah, um, well we we saw um, Amber Forever there. Good name. Uh, played by Whitney Blake. Looks familiar. Um, she was in 122 episodes of Hazel as Dorothy Baxter. Don't What's know what Hazel? That means. Don't know. Um, but she was also the creator of the TV series One Day at a Time, which ran between 75 and 84. 209 episodes. Isn't but that also, still on TV now? Well, yeah, it's one of these things like, you know, Fuller House? Yeah. They sort of redid it for Netflix um, between se- uh, 2017 and present yeah. day. Um, so it's 39 episodes so far. Um, but it's now, it's like Cuban-Americans recently divorced. Yeah, that's what I read. And, uh, ensues. Not so far. It's been cancelled, apparently. Oh, has but it? no one knows why. Well, I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. Not bad. I was told that it was good. It's rated something like 8.5 on IMDb. Yeah. And... Netflix have cancelled it. Doof. It's a, it's weird. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think Netflix are racist. Oh. Possibly. Eat those words, Netflix. Ugh. And I will never pay for your service again mm. after you cancelled Sensate. Um. So yeah. So those <laughs> <laughs> those opals were worth seven hundred fifty thousand a bag. Yes. Don't open the bags, she says. You're like, oh, that's a bit weird. We find it while there. Um. But yeah, so that's in total twelve million dollars. 
Yeah. That's probably the biggest sort of possible haul one of the um, bad guys in this series so far has um, got. I think it was three million for um, Riddler. I think you're ago. wrong on one thing, isn't it? Because it wasn't Catwoman. Didn't she kidnap those that Jeremy people? Those you know, the, from the Redcoats coming episode of Dick Van Dyke. Didn't she kidnap them? And she wanted eight million pounds, oh. which was twenty two million dollars. Yeah. Okay. She always plays it big. Yeah. Um, well, actually, not as big as Mister <coughs> Freeze. He wanted a billion. Remember? No. no yeah. But <coughs> but you know everyone else is small potatoes. Um, French Freddy Touche shows up. Yeah. And he's. I mean, it's a bit strange for a Frenchman to be eating. I mean, for this sort of racial stereotyping they have in this show, for him to be eating spaghetti, it's a bit strange. I see what you're saying. I don't know what they would have then got a Frenchman to eat big piles of. That's obvious and cheap. Yeah. Just a baguette. With some oh, balls I think he was just overacting like uh, what's his face in the uh, Twin Peaks with that brie sandwich. Just that'd be quite nice, right? Just oh. I, I, do you know what when you said if he when he was overacting? Do you know what? Um, I can't remember his name, but remember when Neil Buchanan dressed as the Frenchman in Art Oh, <laughs> an Art Attack. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> or, no, it wasn't Art Attack. It was, was it Artie, Zap. Well, I think it was on Art Attack first, and oh, then right. he went to Zap. Ah, oh, there you go. But his name was like Artie. Farty. Arty party. Arty karate party. Karate party. He paints something and then just chops it. Cha! Yeah. Um, yeah, he's having none of it. So it's um, Fred, um, French Freddy Touche, played by Jacques Bergerac. He had like the biggest tub of, of ground parmesan I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And you know what? I want some. Mm. Continue. Sorry, I, I, I've never eaten parmesan. <laughs> Said the but, vegan. But back, ah, back when, no, but but just in terms of smelt it a couple of times, and just went, how could people eat that? Because it's amazing. Well, apparently it's supposed to taste really good, but I can't get past the smell. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Story. So, <laughs> uh, French Freddy Touche, played by Jacques Bergerac, <laughs> thirty-eight credits, including one Dick Van Dyke show where he played Jacques Savon. Um, the one where Dick and Laura feel guilty for breaking up Jack's marriage. I don't know if we saw it, one. but at the same point, it feels familiar. It's an early one. Yeah. Because I did look at it, and I was just like, I don't remember that at all. But yeah, um, they're saying, oh, yeah, Dick feels guilty for somehow breaking up his marriage, and secretly so does Laura, because she did something as well. But what? I don't know. <laughs> um, but that one. Um, I must say, because they've made him some sort of fencing master, but he's also... A fence or of stolen goods. Yeah, no, a fence uh, is a fence. Yeah, yeah, well done to them for that. But not as good as in uh, last week or the <laughs> week before's episode of The Magician, which mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of, where there's a herald for a dragon called Harold. Mm -hmm. And they literally put a pin on it by saying, you're a herald called Harold. And he went, there was an error in the job description. Let <laughs> they leave it at that. And you're just like, that's oh. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, so we've got Commissioner Gordon phoning up Bruce Wayne. Um, but they're using, what is it called? The bat syllable device. Yeah. So it's just a... It's Siri. Sort of a soundboard sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's, it's the... Uh, I'm sure you can get directions to places with the voice of Adam West. Yeah. But whereas... You've Turn got, left You've now. got Batman, who is the world's greatest detective. Mm. Uh, yet again, it's shown that Commissioner Gordon is the worst. Because at the very least, he should have come off that phone going, well, that was Bruce Wayne I was speaking to. 
maybe phone a doctor because I think he's had a stroke. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is the, I mean, gaps between words. It was like you've spoken to him before. You know he's not an idiot. <laughs> it's fine. It's not I would, I would like not allow the computer to start speaking until you hit return. Yes. You know? Don't <laughs> word, yeah, do the entire kind of thing. But, Maybe it's an early version. They'll probably. Oh, look, well-known criminals file. You know what I would do? Put it in a fucking book. Yeah. Because that looks way too expensive. Also, didn't you just have a bad criminal file before? Why do you need a separate one for the well-known ones? Just have one, same one. Yeah. Okay. Um, just have a ranking. <clears throat> you know what I mean? If they're too well-known, they get a star yeah. ranking. But um, again, there's a, a point here where. Um, Courageous has a little bit of a thing about oh well back at my other city I wish we had a Batman for all these weird people you get knocking about here mm. yeah again this is <laughs> proof that without Batman the world would be a better place because all the, these weird villains seem to be because he showed up <laughs> so it's entirely Batman's fault <laughs> so yeah you'd be better off without him well, that's the recurring theme of superheroes yeah, right exactly. like, it's the same with the they do it with Kickass as well right. Kick-Ass is a superhero, but there yeah. aren't any supervillains. And because of him, they be- they get supervillains. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, Kick-Ass 2 is utter dog mm. shit. But other than that. But, um... I see, we are, um... Coming at the point where... Or maybe that was just the point there where... Batman proves that he'd planned this all along and... Yeah, it's... Hats off to him. He did seem to have had this plan all along. Rather <laughs> than just... After something's happened, going, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. That's why I did this. This time, he actually did seem to be well, like. How far a does of the plan ahead. go back? Remind me. Well, even to the point where he's replaced all the opals and things. Yes. So, even getting to that point, Robert does some great work there, by the yeah. way, with the sword. But anyway, carry on. Um. Yes, even to the point where. It kind of suggests that they had to get captured and everything so that Catwoman would think they were dead so that she'd be able to go and do this other heist. So it's really... It doesn't go so far th- all the way back to Bruce Wayne letting her out of prison, though. No, <laughs> no, not, not quite that far. Because how great would that be? But I think he I'm going to let you had... out of prison just to show you how awful you yeah. are, Catwoman. But I think, Goodbye. <laughs> I think he definitely had a, a, he had some sort of plan in case it came up. Mm. But likes to think the best of everyone because so, this will work but in case it doesn't I've definitely got a couple of things planned. so this time I will give me to you he did have shit planned out indeed but other times he is just a chance <laughs> other times he is dog yeah, shit he stabbed a door oh, good thing no one was hiding behind that how could that be blood just comes through <laughs> it for the first time in a Batman <laughs> but I was like oh, wasn't me <laughs> oh. clean that up Fred culpable homicide Oh yeah, I should probably out the um, names of the henchmen are colleges. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, you haven't done a henchman college? No, I haven't yet. Um, so bring them on. Yeah, let's uh, put that right back at the start. We have henchman number one, Brown, played by Paul Piserny. Yeah. Two hundred six credits. Uh, Ninety one episodes of The Untouchables as Lee Hobson. Oh. Um, just one love American style. <laughs> Five episodes of Mannix, uh-huh. and he played Jerry in Capricorn One. Who Jerry was in Capricorn 1, I can't remember, but he was in it. That's a good film. Uh, yep, alongside the juice. wonder what ever happened to him. I don't know. Thanos' dad's in that as well, right? Yeah. He, he eats a snake in the desert. Oh, who, who hasn't? Um, 
Uh, Penn. Trapper John's in it. <laughs> Penn, played by Sheldon Ullman. 69 <laughs> acting credits, but five music department credits. Mm -hmm. um, he's did the lyrics for um, the TV theme tune to George of the Jungle. Um, composed the theme music to the 1967 series Super Chicken. Uh, but he was also <laughs> super, super, super chicken. He also in a couple of episodes of Mr. Ed, he was Mr. Ed's singing voice. That makes sense because when he talks, he's, he's like two octaves yeah. deeper than everyone else. And then we have Cornell, played by Paul Manti, which my thing kept wanting to change to Manatee. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 124 credits. But he appeared as Commander Christopher Kit Draper in Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Alongside Adam West, who played Colonel Dan McCready. He didn't play Robinson Crusoe. No. It, There's uh, nobody in that called Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> I think it's just the kind of we're stranded sort of somewhere in these other things. So it's kind of, I'm sure there's a few films like that, which is Robinson Crusoe on or in some various sort of thing, yeah. but didn't have a character called Robinson Crusoe. Well, that's no use to I me. Know, daft. Um, he was also in eight episodes of Mannix. <laughs> Sorry, one second. When Julie Newmar licks this jewel, oh, yeah. the face she makes is fucking gold. Yeah, and it's also because it's it's poor grade cherry syrup yeah. she's covered it in. Anyway. Um, yeah, he did eight episodes of Mannix, mm -hmm. 55 episodes of Cagney and Lacey as Al Corassa. <laughs> as Lacey's gun, Duke. But, but he also reprised the role <laughs> in the 1994 Cagney and Lacey TV movie, The Return. So he yeah, played him again. I didn't know that was a thing. No, no, you do. That's what I'm here for. You're welcome. And that's the only thing I'm good at on this show. Hooray! Uh, um, so what are we up to? Um, yeah, so now he's telling everybody how he's planned and covering stuff in syrup. Um, I just only realised this Amber Forever woman looks like... Uh, looks like... Uh, what's her name? Hannah Hart from My Drunk Kitchen. <laughs> oh, you've lost me in that one. I just You seem yeah. like the sort of person who sits at home for hours watching YouTube, so I thought you might have come oh, across her. Yeah. I'll look that up, though. Yeah. My Drunk Kitchen. Yeah. She makes things drunk. Oh. She makes things drunk, or she makes things while drunk. Yeah. Pedant. <laughs> yeah, no. Carry on. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> I know. That's, why, that's what pedantry is. It's that's why it's annoying. It's my name. Don't wear it. The problem with pedantry is everyone knows what they, you mean. You just want to be a cunt about it. He kind of looks like um, one of your one of the henchmen guys. He looks like Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I was going to say he looks a bit like um, what's his face, Leland Palmer, Ray Wise. Yeah, Ray Wise. He has the hair, hair of Ray Wise, yeah. but the fa face of Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> what if Ray Wise and Ernest Borgnine had a baby? And then mm. made it appear in Batman. Made it appear in <laughs> Batman. That was the worst part. <laughs> oh. Not even when they they made a fetus just stay in a box. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the uh, the bat fetus scanner or yeah. something. A future time box as well, because otherwise there's no way to do it. <laughs> time box. You must star in Batman before I was even five years old, says Ray Wise. <laughs> oh. He's timeless, that man, probably. Ray Wise? Probably. I don't know. I mean, he's not, is he? He's no. old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He wasn't old in Robocop. No. He's old in uh, now. Yeah. Well, in that two minutes, they let him be in the new Twin Peaks. Oh. Should have been in it more. 
Um, they really went out of their way to fuck everyone on that Twin Peaks. The more I think about it, the more I think I hate it. Um, here's the thing. She comes down the stairs trying to seduce Batman with this fox stole. Yeah, which is a what fox. What is wrong with its eyes? Well, it's dead. Uh, well, no, but they're like, they've always been replaced with something. Uh-huh. But they are bright red and sticking out, and it is horrific. Look at that. <laughs> I do not know why that was it. You know, it's like if you see a toy, if you see a toy gun, and yeah. it's got a little plug, like a bright orange plug, yeah, yeah. and thing, so you know it's fake. Yeah. So is this? They've just done this to this thing, so you know it's not going to come alive and pounce on you at some point. It's not a weapon. No, because you were allowed real. Gu- uh, they were allowed now. to look real back then. They yeah. only put the orange stopper on in the last what, twi- fifteen years. Yeah, I think you don't get them in sort of normal colours anymore. You kind of just like black ones. You spray it. Yeah. Might you could. And then be gunned down in the street by the SWAT team. People gun people down in the street for holding phones. Ugh. I don't see what it matters if you've got a gun with an orange yeah. tip. Um, so it turns out um, Catwoman is trying to kill Batman because she's put some sort of poison on herself. It, well, she's done the same thing she did before. It's that perfume. Oh, is it? All right. From the end of the um, last Yeah, but he's got bat plugs up his nose. Yep. Which... Uh, it's weird. That doesn't even look like Adam West from this angle. It's yeah. like so weird. It's also it's fairly obvious that her henchmen are just hiding under sheets. It's fairly obvious at this stage that he has to wear a massive girdle. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's only a year in. Well, we, he, he's we, can barely breathe. We briefly saw one of the henchmen in the bat suit mm. um, in the first episode. Yeah. He was pulling off that suit better than Adam West was. I mean, you dig me wrong. Adam West pulls it off better than I would, but you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, can, nobody wants to see me in a bloody oh. bat suit. I can. Got some Schumacher's on display as well again. Nope. And by <laughs> that, obviously, I mean bat nipples. Bat. <laughs> Bats have nipples. <laughs> oh. This one does. Oh. And a little paunch. So much cute. <laughs> bat paunch. <laughs> Go to my bat paunch and press down on it, Robert. I've got some terrible gas. <laughs> That's what he's got a butler for. You just walk on it or something. He's around the other side, emptying him out with an enema bag or something. Empty my back catheter. My bathheter. (laughs) (laughs) My butostomy bag. Uh, It must be a thing for colostomy. I don't need pain when I cast. <laughs> oh, I suppose oh. I don't need ba- I don't I don't need pain when I bath. Oh. Is it what that becomes? <laughs> and then it becomes something. Uh, <laughs> sorry, her uh, her cat's ratty. Cat ratty has uh, some mean moves. But as he points out, it's it's uh, it's defensive. So if I don't do anything, you can't do anything. Don't you kick people and cry? <laughs> that doesn't seem defensive. Um, no, but I think theoretically, because we didn't know what it was back then, oh. the idea is that you block and then attack, right? It's mm. self-defense, literally. You know what I mean? Fair enough. <laughs> he shit himself. <laughs> Never have I seen Batman go, well, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> what the fuck? Now, um, Robin reveals himself to go, yeah, I decided to sneak along. Uh, when he, once again... Good work, Robin. Batman Ooh. didn't notice you sneaking along behind him, so you must be doing something right. He, he must have been in that little Robin go kart. Yeah, um, but he doesn't. Does he have bat plugs in as well, or is he going to fall victim to the perfume? Well, I think it was because otherwise these guys would have done as well. I think you have to be in the vicinity, like no. when she sprayed it at the end of the first one. Fair enough. Why don't we just spray the poison then? What <laughs> at the end of the first episode? So just knocking them out, just spray the poison on them. Oh uh, yeah. Ugh. 
But then, you know, she never seems to want to kill Batman, really. No. Um, Although she does want to kill Robin I, every single time. While watching this, I'd kind of explained to um, my mother how um, everything at the end kind of always comes to the point where Catwoman's like, yeah, well, can we could be good together. What about the boy? Let's kill him. <laughs> and then right, right at the end of this episode, I'm sitting there and it's like, oh, yeah, she instantly says, let's kill the boy. You were so close. Just Twice she's done this now. Yeah. Or maybe three times. I think it's twice. Yeah. But he keeps giving her another chance and it's just it's not panning out. And the, the, the horrible truth is, this is the last we're going to see of Julie Newmar. Oh, I know. But we at least it was enjoyable. Yeah. Even oh. in the new, new one mm. from about five years ago. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think it's Julie Numa who comes back. I think it's uh, Lee Merriweather, bizarrely. Mm. Shocking. It is shocking. Oh. Um, so yeah, back to prison. What a dink! All she had to do was not be a dink. Yeah, but she couldn't help it. Ugh. Never mind. Um, when Warden Crichton, um, he mentions penological, and I was like. And you yeah. laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah, he's just talking about his penis. I, uh, <sighs> you know, Warden Crichton often says, I think I'm terrible at my job. And every time Br uh, Bruce or Batman says, no, you're good at it. And I think what that means <laughs> is, because he constantly lets everyone out after two weeks. Yeah. It gives Batman something to do. <laughs> but it's just, oh, how, we, how am I going to, person overcrowding is a terrible problem. How am I going to solve it this week? Oh, well, I'll phone Bruce Wayne up and see if he wants to sponsor a villain out into the street. Yeah, well, that didn't work. Oh, what am I going to do next week? Oh, let's just say they've been really good while in prison, so let's let them go. <laughs> yeah, but he's on various attempted murder charges against Batman for like putting them on things. Yeah, so what was his sentence? Oh, it was like 30 years. Well, he's been really good for the last two months. Let's just let him out. I mean, more than Crichton we'll is tell him, the worst. If he's been bad, we'll uh, again we'll we'll put him back in prison. Well, yeah, but they're going to end up in prison anyway and get out in two months. Um, must point out as well on my Blu-ray, mm -hmm. did not get the after like the thing after the credits saying well before the credits saying hey next week it's this lot. Yeah, didn't get that again. They seem to have cut that out of the. Blu-rays. I feel really bad for, uh, as I say, the dude who plays Mud in Star Trek. Yeah. Because he is probably one of the best one-off villains, and he gets like short shrift to say the least, just because Green Hornet and Kato are yeah. a show that oh. I don't even know if it was popular at the time. Because the only thing you have to compare it to is this, yeah. and they're literally produced by the same people, so of course they like it. Yeah. Saying that, I suppose they made a Seth Rogen movie based on it. True. Is that your favourite? I've not seen it. I saw it in the cinema. Mm. A very long time ago. What's that one that's about to come out just now about him and the president falling in love or something? Long shot. Yeah. It's uh, She's not the president, she's a presidential candidate. Maybe she'll be president by the end of the movie, probably, right? Well, I don't know, <laughs> maybe. Ugh. I mean, in the well, old days, that would definitely happen, but yeah. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, a stupid film about uh, a guy who I think writes for Vice 
who mm. bumps into his old babysitter, who happens to be Secretary of State and is running for president now. Yeah. And then he falls down a flight of stairs and becomes a YouTube sensation. And then she hires him to make her funnier because everyone thinks she's a miserable woman. Yeah. And she needs to be funnier if she's going to be present. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but the most important thing in it seems to be that June Diane Raphael's in it as her best friend. Yes. And she seems really good in it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I didn't see that. I was like, oh, wow, you're in this. And then w- kept watching it and going, oh. <laughs> Okay, she she's actually making me want to see this more. Well, Who thought that was possible? I, I, I don't <laughs> mean to be mean to June Diane Raphael, but she is on a bad movie podcast, and mm-hmm. if you look at her movie credits, they are all quite awful. Yeah. So what was that? Um, was it the Funnier Die sketch or something like that? Or no, it was the uh, the Arturio Paul show or something. Yeah, yeah. Where she was, um, what's her? Um, oh, who the fuck did she play? I can't remember. The dude, um, Ford, not Ford Fairlane. Is it the same guy that did that? Well, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, she plays Andrew Dice Clay on that. That was pretty funny. Actually, I'll give her that. That was pretty good. I haven't seen that. The only one I remember is, I want to say it was uh, Rob. <coughs> Rob, what's his name? Um, who occasionally turned up in the league too. Cordry. Not that no. one. The other one. He was in that early episode of Shield. But he's he's uh, he's Ultimate Warrior. And he keeps picking up the couch oh. and like bench pressing it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, because obviously Jim Diane Ra- uh, Raphael was the writer of Bride Wars, the mm. very awful, uh, isn't it, Kate Hudson versus Anne Hathaway, uh, mm. two friends getting married movie. And, the, you know, but I, I suppose there's a lot of that, because, I mean, we love Manzoukas, but he wrote Ride Along, you know what I mean? Ooh, did he? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> One of things what you sent me, the poster thing for... John Wick 3. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get my finger out and watch those. I didn't... I don't know if he's super important or not, because a lot of people can turn up for a minute, right? Like how yeah. Peter Serafinowicz is in the second one for like two minutes, right? But he's on the poster. He's got a poster, yeah. He's called the TikTok Man, yeah. and the strap line for the film is called TikTok Mr. Wick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I want to see... Again, get around and see them anyway. Yeah. And now I have urgency to see them because i want to i want to see that in cinema i wanted to see the first one so bad and it got delayed over and over again because people assumed it was going to be shit yeah. it was amazing i mean that first one was supposed to come out in october the 28th of whatever year it's supposed to come out yeah. then it was going to come out on like january 21st because i was going to watch it as my you know good bad movie of the year because i like doing that on my birthday because all the films that are around that time of shit yeah um, and then it got delayed until like march and then finally i saw it mind-blowing but I feel lucky because I've obviously seen when this one comes out, I'll have seen all three in the cinema. Mm. And most people caught the first one on Special. video. I want to get my finger out and yep. see them. And of course, we've had the announcement as well Bill and Ted 3. About time. They've been talking about it for like, what, 15 years? No. The original writer. Please, no station. I know all the station. It's fine. Bring back William Sadler as death. He's very bald now, so we probably don't have to shave yep. his head. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, bring back... It's the guy who plays the, the, the giant in Twin Peaks, is he still alive? Yeah, he was could in he old play, Twin Peaks. Could they, he play... Uh, oh, Twin I thought Peaks. I think he'd be dying, but yeah. Could he play Death's dad? No, he doesn't... Why not? Well, one, he's super ill and he can't, but... 
because that's why that's one of the weird things isn't it? they had to shoot some of the new Twin Peaks in France oh, yeah. like for some reason and uh, so they they could only film with him because he, he's too ill to travel yeah Oof. so yeah all those bits were shot in France which is weird because all those bits look like they were shot in the same theatre as Mulholland Drive <laughs> how confusing yeah. Ugh. Are we ever going to find out that they're in a, just in a dream in Twin Peaks? Are they ever no, because get... I, I, in my um, journey to try and understand what the hell was going on in any of it, yeah. I've watched a few sort of like theory video things and yeah. stuff. Um, and the thing is, if they do, if they ever do another one, yeah. which is probably never going to happen. Um, but yeah, the way I sort of understand it now from a video watch sort of a while ago, which kind of did sort of seem to get everything in my head clear as to what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So Coop's gone. They kind of won because they they sprung the trap on Judy because mm-hmm. it was um, they go to the house. Yeah. And she's like, no, speaking to somebody behind the door, which was kind of shades of first season and mm. the, no, the names they mention are the names of the people that they the Palmers had bought the house from originally and stuff okay and then he goes down there what year is it she screams all the houses the lights and stuff yeah. goes off because that was the trap that Laura is to kill Judy triggering and then Judy's killed or can destroy or whatever and that's why at the end of that one there's the electric sink thing at the end of it. Yeah. That's not at the end of that episode because there's no electric because Judy's been eradicated. I think that's someone desperately trying to tie up loose ends. Mm. All I mean is that every week on Twin Peaks, someone goes, this feels like a terrible dream. Yeah. And every time uh, David Lynch says, this is in the world of Twin Peaks, be it Lost Highway or Mahal Drive, they're always dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I because say technically everyone else is fine because they're all in their universe because mm-hmm. that was a bottle universe they were put into. Yeah, a pocket universe. Yeah, well, a pocket bottle. No, no, no. I'm not being a pedant. I'm just saying that's. I just use the wrong. Uh, no, no. I'm. I, I'm thing? not. Even, I'm not correcting you at all. No. I just that's my terminology on it. I would have corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I'd known what I was talking about. Well, yeah. But I say just. I watched that one. It was a few weeks back, and I was just like, "Oh God, kind of makes sense now. I kind of get it." But, okay, no. from this video you watched, when Diane and Cooper, now Richard and Linda, yeah. have sex, what's with all the weeping and face covering? That, <laughs> apparently there was a thing for that. That was them <laughs> to make sure that Judy was drawn into the ball universe. Yeah. They kind of needed, like, much like Judy was drawn to, um, you know, the box in New York when yeah, yeah. to uh, fucking, and then she comes in and kills him. Oh, that's true. That does um, Judy seems to be attracted to um, despair and sex. So this very loveless sort of sex scene they're having is kind of because they know that Judy's she's watching like Michael Myers. Yeah, because she's watching Coop and everything really closely. <laughs> yeah. That was them making sure she was drawn into that world. 
I mean, I don't think the two people at the beginning would were having sex out of despair. No, but, but then okay. there was that box thing where they were kind of the whole experiment was yeah, kind yeah, of they, they opening a portal. To, aye, so they, it was drawn in, and it was also kind of feeding time, sort of thing. Like, yeah, but that was just. I'm just saying there was a lack of despair. If the person is saying it's about despair and but sex, all, yeah. I'm saying they're not right yeah. on that part. Yeah, but no. like again, this is all headcanon, right? This is people coming up with theories to feel better about a show yeah. that might whisper it, not be very good. Yeah. The bits that are good are very good. Yeah. But when they said to David Lynch, we'll give you nine episodes and he walked away, maybe he should have made nine episodes. Yeah, maybe. Oh. You know, and I, there's a huge chunks that I love, right? I love his, uh, his uh, work with Norma and uh, Big Ed. A Big Ed getting together, and you know, that subplot about all the franchises and how they're not as good yeah. as the original because that's a real fuck you to anyone <laughs> who ever wants to continue the show. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, well, maybe it's like more like reboot culture, not just his show, yeah. but all sort of things that come back aren't as good. Yeah. I mean, Twin Peaks, what didn't count in that, I suppose, because you know. It's the original people, but um, but there is a little bit of that upsetting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Laura Flynn Boyle. That's mentioned in the book. Uh, not the name. No, she's happily somewhere. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there's bits. But, you know, I reckon you could have cut that down. Yeah. You know, we, did we need all the musical? Did we need Hudson Mohawk at the end of that episode? <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, we got off track. Yes. So, uh, Twin Peaks season three, uh, six and a half out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Catwoman goes to college. I am eight point five. Going out to of 10. link my rating to these episodes mm. to Twin Peaks. Because obviously the best episode, episode eight, mm. I'm giving this eight. It's all links. Yes, episode eight is the best. Yes. And also if you turn eight sideways, it's infinity and that's what David Bowie's kettle stain becomes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all wobble. Was that episode eight just because it's the yes. same as infinity? Oh, possibly. That makes it. Uh, well, uh, that makes more sense. Because it doesn't, you know, it didn't have to be there. No. Just, you know what I mean? Oh, that's clever. I mean, I'll give him that as well. Yeah. 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hear what you're saying. Why not 8 now? Because uh, that's it what yet. he wants yeah. and he's not getting it. I know what uh, I wanted and he refused to give it to me. Uh, I refused to give him that 8. Causing him despair. Throwing mm. Judy in. Hope he's not having a wank right now. Oh, no. Oh, what have we a done? crank. <laughs> the, the, the saddest type of wank. And then Judy pounces. <laughs> um, what did I say? Yeah, so I'm giving Batman these two episodes eight out of ten. Yeah, very enjoyable. Um, sad farewell to Julie Newmar. R.I.P. <laughs> yes. Not dead. Uh, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she's not dead in in, uh, in in the real world. Just in my heart, unfortunately. Yes. Catwoman died this day. Yeah. I mean, she pretty yeah. much did. Yeah. 
I mean, I do remember the uh, has, kit ones. Okay, I just don't think they're very good. She has eight lives left to link it all more to eight. She doesn't, though, because she already fell down that chasm that time. Oh, actually, I suppose she does have eight lives left because the same time she died. Yeah. So we'll bring it back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was I thought something was floating enjoyable. in my coffee, but it was a bubble, so I'll let mm. it slide. <sighs> there you go. Oh, we, we got very... Yeah, we've yeah. track at the end. Well, anyway, it's all good. Um, next week, Green Hornet. Yes, the guy who played Mud from Star Trek. <laughs> yes, Colonel Clink. Gum. <laughs> Colonel Clink. Um, Colonel Gum is his character name, I believe. It's also the ones with Pinky Pinkerton. Mm. Um, so it's all good to me. Cool. After that. I've no idea because they're the only ones no. I watch while on holiday. Okay. I have not watched them yet. So. Though I might have to rewatch because this was quite tough for me. Anyway, I apologise if I didn't talk much yeah. because I was looking at my notes and I completely forgot what was going on. Yeah. Did yeah. I even look at my phone at any point oh, during that episode? I'm not sure if you did. Just got carried away. Just chatting. I didn't. I didn't mention any of these. Um. Yeah, no, I did mention that. And I mentioned the fence. And uh, um, I did not mention the bit where at one point, I think it's Freddy the Fence says chow to Catwoman. And she <laughs> says meow. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed that completely then. Oh, yeah, one quick thing. Uh, Warden Kreiner once says, says uh, some people are unrehabilitated, right? Which mm -hmm. I don't think is a word. Or can't be rehabilitated, yeah. right? And yet those people are the Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin, Mr. Freeze, and Catwoman. And he lets them out all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he agrees. Yeah, these people are beyond help. Yeah. But they've been really good for a month. <laughs> so there's a the door. Yeah. Oh, and also one final uh, quote uh, from Numa, um, where she goes, you're cr quite right. I am beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> She is <laughs> wonderful. Oh. oh, anyway, apologies. Um, I didn't realize how tired I was, and also my head's up my ass. But mm. hey, that's Sundays, right? Yep, bloody Sundays. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, it really sounded like I just threw a drum kit down a staircase. <laughs> right, anyway, guys, until next time, yep. cheese it. it. Premium f**k bar.